0: Yeah, I feel ready. I'm excited.
1: I'm fucking psyched. Gail's in New York City. Gail's in New York City. It's kind of crazy. We have to do this so I believe that it's true. Because we've been having (laughs) surreal days just kind of drifting around. And I'm like, is this even happening? Is Gail really in New York City? It's just so (laughs) out of context. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I just know you from the farm. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, and I've been conversely having the same experience. Like, it's uh, interesting to get dropped into somebody else's world, isn't it? Right. Right.
0: It's a big difference,
2: too. Yeah sure it feels really special uh,
1: our apartment which is tiny and this sprawling farm that we usually hang out on Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah yeah it's been a really neat time (laughs) coming in the summer's good though because it's warmer and helena's having a good time Mm
2: -hmm. yeah she's definitely having a good time
0: (laughs) we're we're feeling like oh man this is what it's we want to return the generosity of you opening up your home that's been awesome no you guys being here good
2: job of it yeah
1: and we want to talk about um I don't know. I think you're a good person to talk about integration with Mm because this has been a wild one, this integration from Space Camp. You know, Mm -hmm. 50 people all launching off together was uh, probably more intense than we could have expected. And a lot of people had questions afterwards about integration and those kind of things. I think we all have a a lot of tools for that. But, uh, you know, Space Camp ends and people go on their way and it's hard to keep track of people and keep up with them. So we have this. We have this.
2: Yeah, we have this tool. To reach out to them, to let them know that it's all well. Part of that teammate is that it's all still happening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It didn't end there, mm-hmm. right? That the mag—that's really where the magic begins, right?
0: Yeah, I like that.
2: Uh huh. Right, that's the way to see it. Yeah, that's the launching point.
0: Yeah. Did you have a magical time at Space Camp, Gail? <laughs> I-
2: i'm gonna be honest i'm pretty much having a magical time every day so (laughs) space camp is just like uh leveling it up you know yeah it's like a an instant level up for me um Mm -hmm. yeah uh Mm -hmm. it's always magic
0: yeah when we when we first connected you were like this is our life you know if you want to expand our life to share it with other people that'd be cool mm-hmm. and we're like okay yeah like, mm-hmm. this is our life <laughs> together we join forces and make it everybody's life yeah, yeah for
1: context that's how we know gail is um you know we had been in touch for a while dming you know every, when you would take acid you'd hit me up it's like sunday morning you know yeah. what we're doing <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, i need to know this woman <laughs> and uh eventually deep into one of our podcasts we we're like listen y'all we do this thing called space camp but we've only done it with a couple friends before we would do it with everyone yeah. if we had a space to do it and right away you were like let's do it yeah fucking uh, what a portal to open <laughs> the, all of the things that have happened the trips that have mm. happened the love the like the magic it's it's been insane and it i, I mean honestly it's just like we owe it all to your generosity because yeah. like we can talk a good game, but we have this tiny-ass apartment, so we can't host that many
2: people. You say that, but the truth is, and Mare and I were talking about that this morning, is that um, you have created your own portal. Mm. And perhaps you didn't recognize that <laughs> <laughs> until Space Camp, Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, like when you see it in person. Maybe you didn't quite understand what uh, a channel you Mm. had created with Mm. all the work that you've done yeah Yeah. you
0: really feel it when other people jump through the portal with you (laughs) right (laughs) exactly
2: so you know yep i get that you know having the space the literal space space camp you know what that's what it refers to is is the literal space Mm -hmm. for people to have this experience yeah but that you created that portal for the people to be able to come through into the space Mm. so truly you know it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we're all I think we're all gracious people, we keep sort of pushing it on each other you like, like, was, you know, like you did this. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you, did this, you did this, you did this. But the truth is we Yeah, right. Are doing this, mm-hmm. right? And um one thing I, I'm really working on is changing our language mm-hmm. around it. Mm-hmm. And not saying we did this. Yeah. We're doing this. Oh, I love it. Mm. We're doing this. That's cool. We are doing this. And everybody who's listening to this or watching this, who has been to space camp or has aspirations to go to space camp or has thought about it and decided it wasn't for them at the time, you know, they're also part of the doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So all of you are doing this. Mm. You know, this is uh, important that we start to tweak our the way our brains have been trained to think about things. This mm-hmm. is not the past. Yeah. This is now.
1: It's more of a community-driven mindset. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I
3: think it's hard for people to realize uh, all that they bring to community mm-hmm. because most of the time it's not quantifiable. Mm. And most of the time, too, it's not even like action-oriented. And a big part of integration that's helpful to me just as far as a thought form is remembering that like, a lot of times just holding on to more abstract intentions is helpful, like keeping your vibration high and your frequency good um, versus specific like action-oriented goals, which of course we're all taught to have a mindset when we get excited about something and we want to spread our love. Mm. Um, We think about, okay, how can we go and pose our ego out into the world, you know, (sighs) instead of just realizing like, oh, just my ego existing in the collective consciousness being its own tuning fork and me being responsible for how high the frequency is, is like, some of the biggest work that you can do, mm. you know, when you're integrating, like you've experienced these higher dimensions, right? And your cells are trying to stay up there and you're trying <laughs> to keep your mind up there as it's getting tuned to the rest of the lower frequencies that are a lot easier to attune to, yeah. you know, when you're mm. around them. Um, and so I think it can be overwhelming um, trying to think about all of the A plus B equals C. Yeah. You know, you got to like let yourself off the hook a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Forgiveness is a huge part of the yeah, integration yeah, process. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause a, a lot of the times, um, you know, for, for me at space camp, it's like having all those people there. It it actually helps me. Um, even, even being in this like in a three person relationship, it, it helps me have to stay at a higher frequency yeah. more of the time. So yep. it's really good practice for that space camps out of control. It was like, I fucking thought we were going to levitate that place. It was so insane. The vibe was so high. And yeah, how the hell do you keep that going when Mm -hmm. we all then fracture Mm -hmm. apart, go back to our little towns and our little dramas and all that stuff? Like, how do you uh, stay in remembrance of that and and keep your soul tuned to that frequency? It's tough.
0: So many people's souls were, their consciousnesses were cracked just being at your farm, being like, right. oh my God, I can aspire to live like this, mm-hmm. to have space, to invite people to my home, to have a porch, you know, like to care for the land. And I, I don't know if everyone fully understands all that goes into the farm and how much work it actually is to enjoy the fruits of your labor on the right. porch and everything and the <laughs> yeah. horses and everything. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, just realizing like, oh, and I can have a psychedelic life where I'm tripping on Sundays as I'm gardening and feeding the horses or right. um, it, it gives people a different talisman. It
1: gives them permission. You know, I think we have a we, we talk about that a lot. And, you know, people not feeling like they have permission. I think you were saying that right before we turn this on. Yeah, because right. of, you know, because of Mare's sign, like, she's the only one that feels like she could do things without permission mm-hmm. <laughs> out of us. Right. But yeah, living the life, living it, I feel like is the ultimate permission slip for people, mm. Yeah. You know, living Absolutely your life right. in integrity. Yeah,
3: yeah that's like... Just as far as, like, an artist, dude, like, back to just, like, existing, I realized like, that's, like, one of the most important things about being an artist is, like, existing the way that you exist outside of the box. It's not even, you know, like, talking about it weakens it, like, waters it down, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There, there's a
2: lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, self-evidence around that, yeah. right? Like, embodying things versus, yeah. um, trying to use our very limited language. Yep. And mm-hmm. right? we've talked, you and I yep. talked about that a lot recently that yep. there is, there's not good language nope. for the psychedelic experience, for the psychedelic lifestyle, for being a psychonaut, you know, community and, even. Right. I'm okay. like, is there a better word than that? Right. right. <laughs> Pod. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, we, we could, like, yeah. We word. could run with it all day and, <laughs> you know, maybe at some point we're going to have to start working on, you know, new words like new words you know yeah. language yeah. like better li- better language for all of this but um but it does uh traditionally weaken the intention
4: mm-hmm.
2: right yep. like yep. that's a kind of a known factor yep. that you can weaken your intention by you know trying to verbalize things and um having that struggle with it right and so the em- embodying it mm-hmm. you know just just focusing on embodying it in your daily life and your you know
3: yeah, that, that's like a more poignant way of saying what I was, what I was saying just before too. When we are, that's like, that's the heart, that's like for me, the biggest hurdle in front of us, just as far as like, when we get your voice out and we really try and like tackle what it is to be helpful with integration, because even I feel so like, like so limited with language mm-hmm. around psychedelics, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. I think about it all the time. How yeah. do you describe these things? And even <laughs> in my own experiences, trying to describe them to other people, um, And there's a fractured nature to it too because of course psychedelics brings a more holistic picture in. You're trying to describe that more holistic picture with like fractured pieces, Mm -hmm. you know? Right.
2: Mm -hmm. Right, it's even more difficult because of that, Yeah. right? And so integration, when I think of integration, I think of embodying what your experience was into your day-to-day life and not necessarily feeling like this is something that you need to try to project outwards. Yeah. Right. Even though, even though a lot of times you come away from it, like with that sense, like right. you know, I need to try to, you know, share this with people, mm. or I need to try to influence people with the experience that I've had, or right. you know, or or even try to convince them that maybe this is something that they need to do. But, mm. but sort of in the end, you know, it's that old saying, you know, the proof is in the tasting of the pudding. <laughs> Yeah. So if, you know, however you feel that your life has been altered, um, live. Living yeah. that, yeah. you know, into the steps, yeah, yeah, you that, know, every day. That's
0: an early trap: the proselytization of like, yeah. oh, this helped me so much; I needed to help other people without actually allowing how it helped me to fully integrate. Just yeah. being like, oh, I'm helped; I'm healed. Okay, now let me help other people right. instead of like realizing that every day is an embodiment of that healing and and right. moving it forward. And I have like a certain responsibility to myself um, yeah. to show up and keep the lessons that I learned. Close, you know, and the yeah. reminders that we offer ourselves with these experiences. That's how we ended
1: up starting the Church of Chill. Is like that's what the psychedelics helped us uh, find was was home in the chillness, like feeling like ourselves and that, not feeling like oh we're ignoring productivity or this or that. And it's funny because when we first started taking mushrooms, we would tell our parents like, yo, this is gonna save people. It's gonna save your life. We need to do this. Like you need this. And it was like, yo, 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 the same way I react to anyone being like that. Yeah. Once we, like you said, just started to embody it and be more chill and, yeah. you know, start to create some structure around that in our life. They're like, so how are you guys so happy? All right, let us in on it. And not only just our parents, like a lot of our friends that were resistant to this type of stuff. and Just this way of thinking. Not even what chemicals are you going to take, or do you want to just keep living your life this way, or do you yeah. maybe want to change it? You know, because there right. you can always switch it into another gear. So just representing that for people, representing like, hey, like you said, as you were pulling into town, like there is a place to chill. There is, a, and it's in you, and right. you know, mm-hmm. and and it's begging for you a lot of times, and we ignore that voice in lieu of productivity. But uh, there, there is a place to chill, and there's and there's a physical place to chill, and we're trying to create that. Yeah, yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. It's it's also. I mean, these substances are such a creativity portal because you tear down the structures of how you think things ought to be. So when you can kind of reflect on your own life and realize mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm doing something because I think that I am have to do this for my parents or I have to do this because this is what my sister did or whatever it is. And when mm-hmm. you realize like, oh, someone else made up these rules and I don't necessarily have to follow them, mm-hmm. it kind of can create like this whole door that can be a little bit intimidating probably at first.
1: Well, I feel like that's why the psychedelic door is so powerful because it. no one's parents are going to agree with that. You know, Gail's a rare exception, but most yeah. people's parents <laughs> yeah. are, are going to just for a generation uh, str- away. Yeah, yeah, just straight yeah. up disapprove yeah. of that, and like you see in the tattoo shop, that's a heavy thing on people's minds. What do my parents think of this?
3: It's much heavier than people even realize. Obviously, and like the way that it influences you, because of course, like not only is it happening in the front of your brain, but it's happening in the back of your brain without you even realizing it. And that's just yeah. life every day unpacking all the fucking narratives you don't even realize that are happening in yeah. the back of our brain. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, I mean, we know so many people who. And again, I don't want to go down the road of like saying some drugs are good and some drugs are bad, but, um, you know, who we know would do a lot better with things like weed and alternative medicines that are more demonized in cultural context, but just feel so guilt tripped about doing anything other than things that are so permissible and acceptable, like alcohol, that they just can't break past that barrier. We're not even talking about old people.
1: We're not talking about No, oh, We're people. talking about
3: young people that are still so trapped mm-hmm. up in this. Absolutely. Yeah, they're Absolutely. like, I
1: don't know, the Adderall and, and alcohol serving me. Yeah. I, 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 and and they're questioning weed. Yeah. And yeah, there's no hierarchy, but like, this is your friend.
0: <laughs> I'll <laughs> say there's a hierarchy. Like, I will talk against alcohol, like till I'm blue
2: in the yeah, face. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Count me in. Yeah. Yeah. And and I wouldn't. I will not. I will say that I know I know a lot of people that they're that they are the exception to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I do. I know a lot of people who. Alcohol is part of their life. It's it's a responsible part of their life. It's an enjoyable part of their life. It doesn't rule their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not the people who say, I've had a bad day and I'm going to go home and have three drinks. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a totally different thing for them. But we do know that the cultural norm is, I've had a shitty day. I'm going to go home and anesthetize myself with this legal downer right? yeah, yeah. that is highly addictive. Oh, yeah. It's actually one of the only drugs, and because it is a drug, that when you're addicted to it, you often physically can't stop
0: mm-hmm. taking it. You can die because
2: you can die. Yeah, yeah. And people are shocked when you tell them this, but that isn't even true about heroin.
3: Yeah, right. It'll really be hell. Else.
2: You're going to have six days of hell, but it's probably not going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. But and
3: alcohol. I think benzos are the same. You can die from getting off of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. It if takes a long very, time. High, very
2: high doses. Yeah. Alcohol uh, is also a, a carcinogen. Right. Yeah. I just want
0: to throw that one out there. Right. Uh, like I said, I'll talk till I'm blue in the face. Right. <laughs> yeah. well,
2: but I think it's important because it's not, it's not talked about. And, um, you know, during the pandemic, a, people, a lot of people didn't know that. Um, I don't know how alcohol is sold in New York. But in, in North Carolina, we have literally literal state-run stores mm-hmm. that sell out. They're called ABC stores. Uh, they were kept open during the pandemic, and yeah. people didn't understand why. Oh, same here. Right. So, they were an essential business. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because so people we, will die. Right. Yeah. So one of our, um, I can't remember what his actual role you know, uh, in our um, government system is, but I think he's one of our senators maybe, um, addressed that, and people were in shock over it you know they were asking well, why are the ABC stores open when everything else is closed and he was and he, he laid it out he was like you know alcohol is a drug it's addictive people are addicted to it have to have it if they don't have it they you know literally can die
1: yeah I, I appreciate him saying that because that, that's compassionate you know and, it, and it's in and it's contextualizing something that culturally I think we usually keep people in the dark about that stuff
2: absolutely yeah. yeah yeah I was I was very grateful to see that you know that that narrative is being opened up by You know, whether I have, you know, respect for the government or not is irrelevant at that moment. You know, I have a a respect for him in his position. Yeah. Taking the time to make it clear to people Mm. because he did. You know?
1: well that's the other layer you have your your parents and what they want for your life and then what your government wants for your life and what they're indoctrinating you into all the time and i'm just saying psychedelics are a way to uh, to, to see that for what it is whether you want to do anything about it the it, people
3: around you and the media you know how the media's values are influencing your values mm-hmm. and yeah gail and i were talking about a lot about like nonconformity earlier and the beauty of it and um, the genesis of, you know, new dimensions because of it. But just like how to get people to be brave enough to do it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it means you're going to be less accepted, less popular, less favored.
0: Yeah. At first. at first. At first. Oh, look of course, at, look, look of at punk. Course. Punk music. And
3: anybody who's prolific, you know, broke the rules. But. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's the, the thing about this being community mycelial mycelium you know like where are these like love spores we like to talk about space camp and everyone just kind of like is this love spore and now people are doing church of chill chapters in toronto or yeah. albuquerque where they're meeting up with people who were at space camp not at space camp who like the church of chill whatever and getting together putting out a campfire and putting on music and being we're like okay music. we're playing music and this is the church of chill i mean there's there's a group in indiana of like what seven people who um are kind of bringing this back into their life. You know, these Mm -hmm. it's creating these little hubs of family because when you do these mind expanding drugs, you feel Mm -hmm. how connected you are. So it's like, it's very easy to tap into a family energy.
1: Huge part of integration. If you have friends that are doing this stuff with you, yeah. Take your friendships deeper, you know, schedule more meetups, schedule more hangs, you know, more chill time. I think, uh, just like to me, I think the reason I can go so far out is because I'm finding the others and I'm knowing like, okay, there's other people traversing this territory. We're mapping the territory with me. Like it's a fun thing to do together, but I feel like I can do it because I don't feel, uh, you know, like singled out or like odd for doing this anymore. When we first found it, we didn't know anyone that did this shit.
3: Yeah. There's a lot of people that feel ostracized through a spiritual awakening you know yeah you know i think Everyone. your podcast is a real yeah. safe haven or lighthouse for a lot of those people you yeah. know any of these podcasts that bring in the metaphysical and the spiritual and things that you know are beyond the three-dimensional realm yeah um i mean that's actually why i started listening to podcasts was like that was really what happened to me. Like I started to feel ostracized with whatever's going on in my, um, psychic capacities and consciousness. And, um, the only people that were like talking about the same stuff as me were not people that were around
1: me. Yeah. You know, Duncan Trussell. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Duncan uh...
3: Trussell. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which eventually brought me around to y'all, the psychedelic labor doctors. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's where
0: I think, uh, Gail for really hooking it up because Mary said that after she saw the podcast, she was you. your best wingman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank God we did that podcast. If, if that led you to us, thank God. You're, I mean, forget about it. Bring we're, in the angels. We're going to keep hanging out with you and see what happens.
2: Fuck around and <laughs> find, find out. Oh, we're, yeah. we're finding out. <laughs> I got all kinds of plans. Crazy. But that
1: podcast we did together, if you haven't heard it, it's on our YouTube check back. I can't remember what episode it is, but... Uh, uh, it helped a lot of people Cracked a lot of consciousness podcast. It's yeah an amazing
3: mm-hmm. timeless you know yeah
1: it's timeless, yeah it's podcast. a good one to revisit a lot of the kids from space camp were listening to that one again after space
2: camp and they said it helped them so okay yeah that's that's good for me to know as you all know i have like zero perspective mm-hmm. i really i'm I, with you i have no perspective on you know how our life is viewed um it's impossible for us to know because we can't see it from the outside. You know, we're living it. We, we are, we are fully living it from the inside out.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So when I hear that anything that we've done, you know, has helped people or positively influenced them or just shown them that, you know, there's a different way to be. um, It really moves me. Yeah. You know, it really does because yeah. for us, it's like, you know, we get up in the morning and, you know, we chop the wood and we carry the water. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. That's the like spiritual
1: of a practice as I can think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I had wood to chop. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it wasn't so convenient here <laughs> to just start smoking pot. You have wood
3: to, you have wood to chop. It's a fretboard. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Get yeah. at and it. And yeah. I got to roll joints. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> roll joints. Yeah. yeah. the guitar. Yeah. But everybody
2: has their role in that, too. You know, mm. like if you weren't doing that, then space camp wouldn't have happened you know if you hadn't created the portal that you've created here space camp would not have happened right like i don't know what form that would have taken you know i'd probably be that i'd still be getting up on mondays and being like yeah i'm gonna do some acid and you know like work in the garden today and you know create more beauty Mm -hmm. create you know that's always been what it's what it has been for me is like i'm creating this this beauty that i i have to i have to do it like, I don't have any choice. Yeah. You know, it's always been that way for me. And, um, you know, Mare has been so gracious. While we've been here in New York, um, we've been in her apartment. And, uh, you know, she shared with me the feeling of, you know, now I now I understand why I have this space. And I've just been, it's so relatable, yeah. you know, because yeah. that's always been me all these years. Like, I'm doing this thing. I'm doing it. Yeah. I can't not do it. <laughs> yeah not really sure why i'm doing it yeah you know yeah and um and now it's become clear you know like my my past self was counting on my future my future self (laughs) was counting on my past self yes totally you know to do the work totally and so maybe that's maybe that's part of the integrative message Mm -hmm. is that your future self really is is seeing what you're doing right now it is seeing the work that you're doing and maybe the work that you're doing doesn't make sense. Yeah, right? Yeah, this yeah. And it doesn't have to make sense right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like keep keep doing it, keep following it, you know, whatever it is that that you're getting told you've got to do. That is got that's got to be part of integration, right?
3: Yes, yeah, so it's yeah, the Honoring your desires, essentially, too. That's what Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier, too. It's just like, it's it's a difficult thing, and it's such a big part of coming of age and growing up is um, trying to unpack what are your desires versus the ones around you, and where are they getting influenced, and where are the ones from love, and where are the ones from fear, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. And not feeling like it's random, whatever you want, you know? Mm. i really do love that quote whatever you want wants you you know yeah that's real true
0: <laughs> i think a lot of people can get scared there was someone who had said like am i not going to want to play the um the violin anymore right and uh the person who was like serving the masset or whatever was like no i mean if you want to play the violin you'll play it better you know yeah. it's like it'll help you do the things that you're supposed to do it's and that you want to do great. more yeah. and yeah. i don't think it makes you want to tap out of society in the way of like I just don't want to do anything like I feel like we want to do more stuff and Mm -hmm. maybe we do it our way which includes a joint in our hands but I mean our the ideas don't stop and we don't feel good if we're not doing an idea or have something on the calendar and that seems like such a tangible integration tool but it's like Put a show on the calendar. Put something you like on the calendar. Having something for us to look forward to, like, makes... It
1: it is our life. It's, like, the enthusiasm that, like, we have tickets to this show. Okay, cool. That's going to be a freaky-deaky weekend. And, like, you know, having these space camps a couple times a year is, like, definitely, like, big... uh, like just something to look forward to something where it's like, I'm going to go there and make new friends and this is going to be really cool. No matter what happens, even if it fucking rains and it's cold. <laughs> and
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that your life can take more peaks and valleys, but you don't judge it as much. Cause you realize like what you're saying, like you're, you're on a path, you are doing the thing you are serving your future self um and it's gonna thank you and all these little moments build to the better moment the next moment so it's it kind of creates a level of integrity that you want to have with yourself. Like hitting these high watermarks of psychedelic experiences is you're like, Whoa, I have the capacity to love like this. I have mm-hmm. the capacity to, to connect like this. I have the capacity to understand someone else's experience like that. To get scared mm-hmm.
1: shitless like this. I right. get s- Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean when you think about when you think about the
2: people who, you know, come alone, the people who obviously everybody who shows up I mean, they've had a call to be there, mm. but that doesn't make it any less terrifying, right? Mm-hmm. If you show up alone, and maybe this is you've never done acid before, or you know, something that we've all been talking a lot about is that is that in this experience, even for an experienced psychonaut, you may not have tripped with fifty other people.
1: Yeah, but most people haven't, right? So, <clears throat> where you know what, all those fifty people? You know, <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get to real quick yeah right so you know even people who are experienced they're still they're having their individual experience but they're also having the collective consciousness experience yep Mm. and um that is just um something that i think can be really overwhelming and and scary Mm. if if you're not prepared for that and even if you are
1: so it was for me. I know that, right? Like, so. like the first space camp, it didn't bother me at all, and this space camp, it did. I don't know, just the, the twice the amount of people. Like, it it hit me, and it just the collective consciousness and the idea of how I could affect someone's trip, you know, it, it, negatively or positively, whatever. I just didn't. I just didn't want it. Like, I just really need to focus on my breath for a while. Like, that's that's how much we took, and I'm, and I'm I'm glad. I'm ultimately <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful we did, but. uh Yeah, I got spooked and I was like, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could hold space for someone right now. And I don't know if somebody who listens to this podcast wants me rolling up to them for the first time while they're taking acid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, you know, trying to do that whole dance. So I was definitely, you know, going through that kind of shit a little bit. Well, that's
0: where it's like such a be your own shaman because there's. If there is a shaman, they're too high to help you. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> right. We're
3: here for you, and help isn't on the way. Yeah. <laughs> the motto that Gail and I came up with. Earlier. That's perfect yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. We are here for you.
0: But yeah. help isn't on the way. That's hilarious. Yeah. Right. I love that. <laughs> right. Some
1: people get terrified by that because that, that's what I tell the the uh, the young filmmakers who ask me for advice. I'm yeah. like, first things first, help's not on the way. Like, yeah. and I for me that makes me go, oh, okay, awesome. All right, I got to do this myself. There yeah. a, and some people they get terrified. They're like, "What? No, no one's looking for me right now. Hollywood ain't there looking out there looking for me." Like, "No, no one gives a fuck about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Figure out who you are." Yeah. You know? And right.
3: the- yeah.
0: Well, your only choice then is to take bigger risks and put yourself out there more and allow the effort you put in to come back and well, pay yeah. off. And,
1: and that's where it started for me. It's like my sister died and I saw what life was and uh, how how quickly it could go away. And I said, I want to start doing some shit. You know, I'm not going to sit around waiting for permission anymore. I, I need to start doing some shit. And like that year I made my first film, got signed to make commercials. Like my whole my whole life changed because of that. It led us to make all these films, and then start this podcast, which, again, felt like starting over. We went from millions of people seeing our stuff to hundreds. And we're like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this year after year? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this year after year after year? And then all of a sudden, we're seven years deep, still hundreds of people listening to us, but we're friends with them all. And it's like, oh, and I feel like... Even though, like financially, we might not be in a good place, and so many—we're uh, rich uh,
0: beyond your wildest dreams. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No matter what our bank account says.
1: Exactly, and that's how it feels when you start getting out of the individual mindset and into community mindset. Right. What could go wrong with Gail and Mare and Joey in our life? Like what? Like what? <laughs> what could go wrong? Like, what? You know what I mean? Right. And and I could name people till I'm blue in the face. Like honestly, right. with the amount of right. people, even like Mare, think about how many. We've been in a goddamn quarantine like inching out of it and like an explosion of people and new friends and like that's what to me that's what life's all about. It's like you feel more you you get connected more to yourself you feel more connected to your environment and the people and then you see why you were put here. And it doesn't feel so isolating and full of despair and you don't want to anesthetize every fucking five seconds. Right. So you feel part of this thing, at least how that's how it's worked for me. But yeah. it took like a crazy lightning bolt of grief uh, yeah. to come in and like uh, y- y- just feeling like life is completely out of control, like yeah. for to have this crazy uh, like kind of awakening where I, I, I started doing the work where we could get to the place where we could do this full well, time. Well,
0: that was very psychedelic experience. Yeah, yeah, it
1: yeah, totally is. We don't
0: talk enough about how death or losing people is so psychedelic. Oh, it's or-
1: it's the most psychedelic. Even, um, you know, we have a friend having, like, girl troubles and stuff, and he's, like, reading the text and everything, and I'm like, oh, man. It's because it's, like, bringing – it's triggering, like, old stuff of, like, like just these feelings of, like – uh, like losing someone, but it's like, we're both still alive. We can't like, it's like, no, like, it's just like, also it's, it can be very upsetting to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, loss is a hugely psychedelic process. And th- that's how space camp started with me is one of One of my dear friends who showed up there lost her, uh, her partner the night before. Right. And uh, not many people there knew that. And I didn't know who should know that or who shouldn't know that. And it was mm-hmm. like a heavy thing to, to carry because this was our friend. And uh, so, you know, you're in that grieving process but trying to hold space and host an event and also trip hard. And it was a wild confluence of things that I think I needed, really, mm-hmm. because it's like sometimes I look around and I'm like, how can I take this much further? Yeah. And and then, you know, like, like you know, is there is there further to know? Is there more? And then shit like that starts coming one after the other. And it's like, okay, how do I want to traverse these really rough seas right now? And who do I want to be? And that's where embodiment come. It just always comes back to embodiment. It's like, Mm -hmm. let's let's chill. That feels like a big calling in my life. Like, let's, let's be chill about whatever life's thrown our way. So
2: yeah. And thank God we have you seriously (laughs) that no, but seriously, I told you when we were driving into the city, you know, on our epic, like fucked up road trip, and I said, literally, at some point when we <laughs> Helena looked at the phone, she said, "We're seven miles away, and it says it's going to take us 42 minutes." <laughs> oh, what? Right? And I just mm-hmm. said, "I said this is why Sean <laughs> needs to hold down the chill vibe." Oh yeah. Because can you imagine the city right now? If Sean wasn't in it doing that, I said that might say like two two hours and 42 minutes to get seven miles. <laughs> 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 but it's true. Yeah. You know, it's true. <coughs> it's, well, um
1: we have a friend that's into all these Indian saints and you know, one of the things he loves about them is he's like at any given moment, you know exactly what they're doing. He's like, yeah. I know what this, my, this guy is doing right now because he's just chopping he, the wood and carrying the water. putting but, The
0: flowers around the and yeah, elaborate he's, he's, temple he, and doing the song. The same and, thing
1: every day. And like for us, most of the time, if we're not out on the road being wild, we're flipping the records and keeping the vibe right. And like, it, it's like holding a fire mm-hmm. and, uh, for, for chillness, because I, I don't, I can't think of a lot of other uh, people that are like waving their hands that chillness is very important. Well, that's what it's not this very is, chill, but
0: this is what Space Camp has become. And the Discord and stuff like that is like, oh, we were tending a fire, and then because more people are now tending to the fire, the fire can be bigger and it can yeah. reach more people. Yeah, they came and lit know? their
1: torch on it, go start their own shit. That ends up okay. inevitably impressing me more than anything we ever do. You know, like the, the the artists that show up there at Space mm-hmm. Camp, their art, their music, their podcasts, I'm like, y'all are like, blow us away. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's insane. So, you know, and, and if you keep inspiring people around your, yourself, you're going to keep getting inspired for sure. Right. And if you keep, uh, you know, low frequency nudniks around <laughs> your life and pay too much mind to that whole thing, that's...
2: Right. Yeah. Right,
1: we'll go to that level
2: I think um, I think it's important to reiterate that again, in the moment as 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 everybody's integrating, it's exactly what you're saying, you know, we're always looking around at each other, mm. saying, "Wow, look at what that person's doing, wow, look at what that person's doing, but each individual person. Is is very rarely looking at themselves, going, "Damn, look at what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. You're just doing
1: Ooh, it more of that
2: yeah, you're just doing it, yeah, right, So to be careful about that mm. kind of idea that you're looking around yourself and and all these you know everybody's doing these spectacular things that you know you you don't think that you're that you're leveled up to or equaling up mm-hmm. to when the truth is you are mm. mm-hmm. you are you know. It's just like you're saying, you did it, and you did it, and you did it, and you did it. You were doing it. You weren't even sure why. You know, that's my story. Yeah. Doing it, doing it, doing it. Stubborn, yeah. fucking doing it anyway. Yeah. Like, when it was yeah. ridiculous, like, when there was, like, there'd be, like, I'd be looking at it going, there's no way I can keep doing this. Like, how can I do this? <laughs> I'm still doing it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You don't need to know why. Yeah. You don't always need to know why. You know, it's like you're saying. You know, whatever that desire is, yeah, you know, you chase that desire and and during your integration, um maybe that's what integration is, yeah, maybe that's really what it is, yeah, yeah, your yeah.
3: head is formed before i mean your heart is formed before your head, like when your cells create themselves mm-hmm. um, mm um and I know it's so cliche to think about dropping into your heart space versus your head space, but integration to me is so much of that as well, you know, because the thoughts like trick you in their helpfulness you know <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. Totally. Um, i'm very mercurial so i get really caught up in it a lot too you know mm-hmm. and i can go really far with it um yeah. but you can't go that far with your heart space right it's pretty deep and it's pretty knowing and it's pretty unwavering if you can tap into it mm. you know there's mm-hmm. not a ton of confusion no. in your heart space you uh-huh. know um right yeah it tends to ring pretty true mm-hmm.
0: it's so holistic you know yes. thinking about that like yes your heart heart body mind soul connection it's yep. that like okay it's about being accountable to yourself and keeping yourself in balance that's why the chakras become such a after acid you're like oh yeah chakras they really are a thing you can like <laughs> feel them and you can feel when you're more in your head or more mm-hmm. in your heart or more in your root chakra yeah. and that that's cool but you also want to create some sort of alignment and balance and um yeah that's I mean it's it's the work right and it's just like oh do you want to I mean like Ramda says and be here now it's like uh, do you want to invite an elephant into your house because that's what psychedelics does like we all are on these type, tight wires and maybe someone doing psychedelics would shake their tight wire, but you have to like kind of be ready for a change. And that's why doing psychedelics is when people have hit a road a block with other things, it mm-hmm. can be so transformative because you got nothing to lose also, right. you know, and that's the best psychedelic experiences I go into are the ones where I'm like going ready to die. Like, cause you are killing a part of yourself, a part of who you thought you were, um, because you just are, you can't really think who you are. Because there's like a, a separation, and you create this, um, yeah, distance through language, like we were talking about at the beginning right. of this podcast.
3: Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. And then there's the flip side of that, which is to be careful to not take it too seriously. Too. Right. Absolutely. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Like there's the other end of the of the spectrum, of um, yeah. of you know, sometimes you go into it and you know that that there's. That you're going into ceremony, mm-hmm. right? I mean, everybody who, who saw my first podcast knows that I spent, you know, a tremendous amount of time after Matthew's death going into ceremony mm. with the acid. Yeah. You know, I did it, you know. There were a lot of mornings that I woke up and, you know, it was like, there's the coffee, there's the acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was what needed to happen. Yeah. What was um, it doing?
1: Was it just taking you more in and through it?
2: Um... It provided, it provided the ceremony. Yeah. Not for closure, because I don't believe. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that there... I, I just don't believe in that. I don't believe that there's been a closure between he and I mm-hmm. at yeah. all. Yeah. Not at all. In fact, maybe what it was doing, maybe the intent was, or, or certainly what how it ended or turned out when i needed, you know, because i knew when it it's not like it was hard to know when it was when that was over because then it was over. That part of it was over. Um it provided the portal for the ceremony between the two of us.
1: Oh, whoa. Cool.
2: Um because i i i know that i've told you that, you know, i you know, i, I can still remember very clearly watching him walk up the back lawn.
4: Mm. You know. Mm.
2: When his he had been out of his mortal body for quite you know quite some time at that point, I watched him walk up the back lawn and you know look up at me and and say hi to me you know say hi, mama. Wow. And um. You know, so there's a um. There's the point of uh, you go into it sometimes. You should go into it often with a clear consciousness consciousness of what you're doing, mm. um, and then. Then there's the other end of the spectrum, Mm -hmm. you know. Get up on Monday morning, look outside and go, Damn, it's a beautiful day. I think I'm gonna garden today. Yeah. In the mouth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. uh, Forty five minutes later, let's go dig up some plants and plant some new stuff and you know, like, you know, just spend some time doing, you know just doing the literal work with your hands. You know, like it doesn't it doesn't have to be a um it doesn't have to be a completely cerebral experience. You know, cerebral is not the right word, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't have to be that. Hmm. Um, and maybe it's important. Maybe that's equally important, right? To go into it lighthearted. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
3: And sometimes you go on with it, intentions in the front of your mind that get blown into oblivion you know by an acid trip that you don't expect (laughs) or whatever (laughs) oh yeah yeah Yeah. um and that's again why taking things not seriously is so important you know rolling with the flow and the great words of kurt vile yeah Um, Yeah. rolling with the flow rolling with the flow talk about embodying your artistry yeah um yeah that's that's... yeah because the flow is not always super flow yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're in rapids, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the energy has been pretty uh, rich, pretty thick, pretty angular recently, you know,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, everyone's um, feeling that,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you could channel it into more uh, positive ways of tension, you know, more beautiful expressions of tension, but mm. it doesn't mean there's not tension, you know, to mm-hmm. be moved and pressure to be exalted, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heat to rise.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And then, and then, of course, there's the bigger, bigger, bigger picture of that yeah. right now, which is what's happening in the collective consciousness. Mm. The know? raising of vibration. The raising of the vibration. I mean, we're participating in a revolution right now. Yeah. yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah. Um, I think
3: that's so important. Again, knowing the agency and just that mm-hmm. and how big that changes everything. Because like, I think if you look at the reality of the three dimensional system that you're a part of, it is hopeless. If you haven't reached hopelessness, you're not looking at reality yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's right. (laughs) If you're not saying something has to change right now, you know, we're not paying attention. (laughs) We've been in too deep for too long, but um, the coolest thing about spiritual awakening and realizing that we all are just vibration and that changes how thought forms are expressed and how separation is between us. It's like, Oh, you are so much more powerful. You have all of this agency that enters back into your life and right. the way that you provide value in the community and the way that you can show up and be responsible for other people. Mm-hmm. That's right.
4: You know.
1: And how many people provide value by just uh, being their vulnerable, yeah. sensitive, needing to go to a mental hospital cell?
4: <laughs> yeah. Like, that's Vulnerably. cool. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Yeah. It's all good. Thanks for showing us the edge. Yeah. You know, we're here yeah. for you. Now we all got to, you know, we got to stick together and be there for each other. And, you know, it, it, people are always bringing value and something Gail talked about, uh, when we got down there and we're, we've talked about communal living and like, everyone's got to pull their weight and this and that, but it looks different for everyone. Like what the stuff that to me in my world, the stuff that Cass does is very tangible. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's, she, she's, I don't know how much money we have or how, like I've don't, I do not i have not known about money or touched money or anything in like 10 years. Like just shit, is very tangible as space camp, as you saw, like shit yeah. arrived, it gets put together, it gets, everything's yeah. organized, everything's happening. Like the thing I'm doing is way less noticeable, but I think can be equally as valuable, which is like, you can look to me for the vibe. I, I will help Definitely. elevate the vibe. Yo,
0: when I'm set responsible with the vibe, I have a goddamn panic attack. I'm like, yeah. yeah. she
1: doesn't like it. it. Even when I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm stepping out real quick. You know, just make sure you the music like, doesn't go off.
2: Yeah, I'm like, leave a couple of records <laughs> she out. She puts like. the
1: same record on every time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> She's well, like, see, the, thing the is greatest Sean, hits of the band. <laughs> we, we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Like. We don't have to do it because you're doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I got that. You don't have to do what She's doing it because she's, I mean, I'm all about that. Yeah. I'm all about like people doing the thing that they're good at mm-hmm. and plugging those people in where they need to be plugged yeah. in. You know, like that's the idea community. that, yeah, the idea that we can all do everything and do it well and blah, right. blah, blah. blah. I mean, that's just bullshit, right. you know, yeah. and it's like right. a, it's a message that people get given that just. Just can be very destructive,
4: mm-hmm.
2: right. yeah. Because then, when you can't do it all, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like a failure, and yeah, so people saying, of you know, like, yeah, what's this yeah. thing that you do well? Yeah. You know,
0: I don't know how to say this well and not aggressively, but like, you mm. know, we talk about going towards more communal living, just generally. I think we've already decided that, like, we're not going to start a commune or anything, like, right. a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but realizing that it's work, like. <clears throat> You're not going to like hop into some community who's just going to like let you play alone in your bedroom for the rest of your life and everyone's going to feed you meals and take care of you like no like you're going to have to put out as much as you get and that's kind of this balance of life is that like it's a give get kind of thing and if you think if you it's going to be a lot of work. Life is a lot of work and sometimes you're like wow life's a lot of work I kind of want to hop off this train but um you kind of kind of try to make it fun.
3: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think as we've honored the divine feminine now more in the collective consciousness and at least what we're talking about, not necessarily in the structures that we're still existing in on the planet. Um, there's the next thing feels like divine masculine and feels like coming home to honoring that. And I'm so stoked on your men's group and I want you guys to keep doing stuff like that because uh, yeah, I think when the pendulum swings and um, we have this like divine feminine archetype that seems all allowing and all receptive and non-assertive and non-directive. <laughs> um, like you miss out on the half of the beauty of life, mm. which is the assertion, you know, which is your purpose. Um, and uh, yeah, like it's more abstract in some cases, the way that it comes out and obviously yeah. saved you and your life mm. in the time of grief. And I think all of the best art is made from despair, you know, mm-hmm. as well. Um But yeah, and feeling fulfilled by the divine masculine and when you're doing the supposed purposeful divine masculine that you incarnated to do, it shouldn't feel like work. You know what I mean? We talk it's a lot of work, but it's actually like it shouldn't feel like work. Your life mm-hmm. shouldn't be hard. Life shouldn't feel like work. The stuff that you love shouldn't be stressful to you. It should be fulfilling to you. You shouldn't mm-hmm. when you not when you're not doing it, you should be like I wanna be doing it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like no days off. <laughs> sort right. of an how attitude That's how that? you want to approach life. And a- it's like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alan yeah. Watt
0: says, uh, realize work is play. Yeah. Yeah. You know that if I- it's not, you're doing the wrong thing. Switch it up. Yeah.
1: Well, this yeah. even even the whole idea of like everyone's striving for retirement. It's like retire now. If, wh- what oh, are you I, doing? I, I'll die. Yeah. Yeah, Feel exactly.
2: I've had people say that to me. Like, well, if
1: you love it, why would you want to retire from it? Uh, the th- One day we're going to say, let's not do this podcast or films anymore or, or whatever it is we're loving doing because, oh, it's time to now what sit in Florida or something like get the fuck out of here with this yeah. shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, I see I see things evolving you know I see an evolution of work mm-hmm. the work play you know how that you know mingles together and I think yeah. that for me because I'm I'm 53 and I've had so many incarnations of my yeah. own work in my life like I've seen it evolve and evolve and evolve and evolve like I think that that's a desirable place to be in and mm-hmm. and a and a good aspiration, you know, it's like that desire, like, like chasing that desire, you know, when you, when you chase it relentlessly, Mm -hmm. um, the work remains play. Totally. Right.
0: That's the goal. But I also feel like it's okay to not enjoy everything you're doing every moment of the day. Like that doesn't mean you're failing. It means like you're in life and life is like this mixture of like good times and bad times and sometimes relationships are work and sometimes you're in the mud in a relationship and you're like, fuck, I hate this. But that doesn't mean you don't want to be in a relationship. It's just like the less fun part of it, which allows by going through that mud, Mm -hmm. by doing your taxes, whatever it is that you don't really Mm -hmm. interface with well, that that other stuff is that much more pleasurable. It's like you need the dark to get the light, you yeah. know. And so I think it's—I tried. We needed to be out
1: in this living room for eight months, and now we have a king bed, and we go to bed giggling like little schoolgirls every night, <laughs> <laughs> like it's our first sleepover. It's ridiculous. That's it is the really best. fun. But uh, you know, if we would have had the king bed from day one, who knows where we would be. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we got to, like, <laughs> sprinkle in, like, like having something to look forward to, you know, just something we're going towards. Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would never want anybody to think that, you know, like, it, no, it is true. I wake up every morning and I, you know, I make the coffee and I light the incense and I sit on the porch and I meditate to the smoke and I, I truly wake up every day and I say, oh, my God, I wake up in paradise. Yeah. Oh, you I definitely do. do. Yeah. I do. You know, I like, there's no denying that. Yeah. However then a lot of times i walk off the porch you know into paradise where it's like 38 degrees that day yeah. and i'm going to be dealing with you know six horses that need blanket changes who need me to go pick up hay Jesus that Christ, need you know yeah. like like yeah the work yeah the work is always there and so you know you've understanding that i woke up in paradise but it's my job to maintain paradise if i want to have it to enjoy yeah no joke it's so funny
1: you you say the word paradise and you invoke joey paradise Paradise.
5: (laughs) (laughs) i said the word sweaty and all and And i I
2: wanted you i wanted you sweaty joey so uh, there you go
3: we were just talking about work. Get up D- here. Did you write yeah. some sweet licks?
5: Uh, At the court, on the court.
3: Oh, you were at the court?
5: Yeah, I was uh, I was schooling some kids. All they right. were calling me coach. <laughs> I literally whooped them. Yeah, they were like 11 and like 12. And yeah, we were just playing and they're like, all right, we got to go now. I'm like, all right, cool. Nice hanging. Like I felt like a 12 year old again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was really fun.
3: I all love right. sports games. People should play more sports. Totally. Sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Badminton at Space Camp was... Yeah,
3: like... we need to get one of those <laughs> sets a up in That's what totally. I was
5: saying. Yeah. Well, I think it's good to get... And en- like I knew even today, I'm like, I need to get some energy out. Like there's something that ne- get, needs to get released and like...
3: Yes. That's you what can what
5: find mean. it in meditation, but it's no. also like you it's accentuated it. through physic- Yeah, you you physicality.
1: Well, that's what I'm, makes I'm, the meditation all it. that much better. If you're not exercising, meditation is a fucking tornado. You're just sitting in a goddamn tornado oh yeah you know
2: yeah the balance between the two things is essential yeah it's it's a it's honestly it's a rabbit hole otherwise Mm -hmm. right it's a rabbit hole that people get sucked into and they keep thinking I'm not getting out of this what I need Mm -hmm. so therefore I'm not doing it right or I need to do it more I need to go at it harder yeah when really what it is is they've just become wildly out of balance Mm -hmm. right and there's a there's an honoring of your physical body Mm -hmm. um (coughs) that is essential to have balance
5: totally um, well supposedly yoga like how it started like the very layman's version of it is like there was these monks that all they would do is sit and meditate all day and that was their purpose like that that you know like you've heard of them the people who just commit their life to that and again like a butcher story of it is essentially like two monks were sitting up there meditating on hour 12 and like one of them looks to the is like hey like my back is kind of sore. Do you want to do some stretching? And they were like, yeah, we should do some stretching so we can meditate. And eventually it came into like, they needed to stretch in order to sit that long and find enlightenment. Like it was a balance. Right. That's
2: exactly what the origin of yoga, you know, we're told was, was that in order to sit, you had to be supple, Mm -hmm. right? In order to sit long enough without, without like the extreme amount of suffering that will go along with that. Um, right that you needed to have a body that was able to be in alignment Mm. yeah to sit correctly
3: yeah and i think a lot of the human experience is feeling limited in a body because you are but at the same time when you get to experience (laughs) 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 Uh, we're
2: like oh the body yeah yeah
3: yeah stuck stuck in here stuck in this fucker
2: you gotta maintain
5: it you gotta like oil it yeah yeah Yeah. but the things that
3: have brought me out of that and into complete ecstasy and enjoyment of my body are things like movement and dance Mm -hmm. and singing and sex and whatever it is that makes you like, Oh, it is actually fun to have this thing. And I'm, powerful in it and strong in it yeah, Toad, it like yeah. control and get stronger in yeah end, you know? and make it, it work for me yeah. i make it work yeah. for me i don't work for it it works yeah. for me if you're
5: sweating it's good it's a good yeah. thing yeah oh, so you're sweating. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, i'm sorry i'm probably sopping wet right now but mm-hmm. yeah as you good. said that you had a trip. of you sweat you had a sweat come down sorry.
3: So oops sorry no i
4: loved it how unladylike of me Joey's
5: making it real real (laughs) real. real. I was schooling these kids I was going hard I was doing some turnarounds (sighs) (sighs) That
2: was great But yeah Great Yeah,
5: Yeah. movement's definitely important Yeah, Mm -hmm. enjoying
2: your body Yeah And that was so neat To see people at space camp Yes. Right, yeah. doing that like the girls out there hooping yeah. and then the guys in there hitting the music, you know, on the yeah. come up. And, mainly
5: uh, Dan- Daniel and Jesse, and
1: like they, I kept on seeing them yeah. around, running these little groups of movement. Shout out whatever. to them, yeah, Daniel Fresco, Daniel mm-hmm. Jesse, like. He's one of those guys where I'm like, how do you do it? Because if I did what you do for five minutes, I would need a six-month break from seeing anyone, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. But he'll take any amount of this stuff we throw his way Mm -hmm. and then be leading a a movement circle and playing drums Mm -hmm. and, you know, having the late-night DJ set where he's, like, leading people through meditations. And I'm like, yo, I don't know where that comes from. Apparently, he probably has a crazy chart, though, too. He's built for it. Well, yeah that's, that's what i was going
2: to say it's, it comes back to that whole thing about each person has yeah. a role yes yeah. right you have, yours, yeah. you have yours you have yours you have yours daniel has his yes. you know Mary even his body leg. he looks like mm. he's built for it yeah, yeah. you know yes. like dad figure uh-huh. yeah <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all around yeah.
1: i
5: was like he looks stronger than your horses gail yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to the point
2: that i actually confused daniel with somebody else who has a small child as a <laughs> small child i did I just sang. i was like so how's your son doing and he's like i don't have one what are you talking <laughs> about of that effect and i was like <laughs>
4: daniel's gonna, gonna, be yeah. gonna be yeah, a great dad
5: yeah yeah maybe that was just me you know <laughs> yeah, like my weird you know, future seeing right. yeah.
2: you know but um but yeah that's funny that you say that because there, there's definitely that aspect of him right like mm. that yeah that feeling and i think i just somewhere in my brain ran with that um, and he, yeah.
1: along with everyone here, like really just uh, came from us putting ourselves out there. And yeah. it, you don't have to do it as extravagantly and attention-seeking as us. But put, <laughs> if you put yourself out there in <laughs> some way, like your motherfuckers are gonna find Absolutely. you. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Trust that. Trust that. Trust that.
1: Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And th- and that if you're not, that you're you're really rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, on whether or not you're going to find your yes, fucking trod.
3: Absolutely. I think
1: if, if, if you're not putting something out there, some rogue signal from your heart yeah. saying who you are, yeah, Unab- unabashedly, like you've got to yes. really do it, like be fear fearless yes.
5: with it, because people are going to be fearful of it. Yeah. And it's fine, but... You we just, were just
1: saying this with girls. Mm-hmm. Like, your friends were saying, yo, the reason that the girl Like, those girls liked you, but you changed once you liked them. Once
5: I liked them. Like, they were like... It was, it was in high school, because I was talking to my childhood friends I've known since I was, like, 12. I was like, bro, I, I guess... I was like, I don't know, I just, I was ugly, or I didn't have any game at all, and my friends, like, that's why I like having my friends around, because they remind me of, like, where, you know, you come from, and he's like, no, 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 he's like, girls liked you, it's just, they liked the Joey that was, like, throwing food at them across the table, not, like, the Joey trying to be cool, and I was like, oh, and for so long, I was trying to, and it didn't even just apply to women, just wherever I was, like, trying to be someone which was a cool version of me i guess but it was more like i had to let that go and just
1: be myself and you're stuck being cool
5: yeah fuck Fuck. can't get out of it yeah man. no chill more chill yeah chill is cool if you're stuck being chill (laughs) like oh well (laughs) i'm
1: very stuck but stuck trying to have to be the cool guy all the time yeah Yeah. no totally i got my
5: doctrine in chill yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. definitely that's what we're studying for yeah
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it's such an oxymoron of an idea. Anytime that you try and be cool, yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: well, that's when I lose the cool. Like, when someone is cool to me, it's not when they're trying to be cool, it's when they're being who they are. So, when you're trying to be cool, that's when I lose you. I'm like, ah, all right, yeah, you lost me there, absolutely. buddy. Absolutely, so yeah. the more
3: authentic you are, also the closer your crowd will be yeah. to you, you know, totally, the stronger your connections will be.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, if it and that's again, like, we're if we're coming back to thinking about integration, like yep. we talked about that this morning. that, yep. You know, acid always shows you your authentic self. Yeah. Mm.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Like, shows oh, you what's so. going on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you are. Um, and inevitably, your authentic self is is the place that you're working from. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, that authenticity is what people, you know, are attracted to. And if we're all going to be honest, often our authenticity is what people are repelled by. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Let's be true. Let's be rad. honest. Yeah. That's
1: kind of rad yeah. too. You know? Like, Weeds them out when you're being yourself. Totally. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I can tell you that that's been an experience my whole life. You know, mm. like I'm, I was so relieved when, you know, Ram Dass, and I say this all the time. I'm sure people are fucking sick hearing me say it, but mm-hmm. you know, when he talks about, you know, working within your personality and he's like, no, you know, there's only one mother, Teresa, you know, mm. like when I, when I, try to be Mother Teresa, you know, that's that's not me. Right. That's not who I am. Yeah. It's not authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tap into that in moments where I have to, you know, like really pull in the empathy and the, the, the need to give to somebody who needs mm-hmm. something, fucking needs something from me. I can do it, but it's short-lived mm-hmm. because that's not who I am. Right. Innately. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, after that it becomes inauthentic. Mm-hmm. And of course that's, you know, that's a turnoff. And then there, there's the other end of the spectrum with people who, you know, just not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. 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 Not everyone's going to like your Get down with self. that. Totally. And that's fine.
1: Listen to Gail on just this you know, like You yeah. Like yeah.
2: <laughs> you are not going to be everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> totally. You know, and, and that's all right. And that's great because honestly, like there's a lot of fucking people on this planet. Yeah. So whoever, you know whoever you' whoever vibes with your authentic self great. and if they don't, that's okay, let it go. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know? that's all right, it always makes me think of Helena like when she was in third grade she she like Helena who didn't like Helena, right, yeah, but she had this third grade teacher that didn't like her, I mean straight mm-hmm. up didn't like her, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, you're gonna take her out of that class, right And I was like, mm-hmm. "No, no, she needs to have the experience, yeah, yeah, and everybody's gonna like her, you yeah. know she'll she'll learn from it she did wow you know she came out of it like yeah one doesn't like me so what yeah, yeah. you know yeah that's w- important
5: yeah i think i was say my fourth grade teacher hated me too like it was the first teacher that just didn't like me mm-hmm. she didn't really like boys and all the the dudes that were in, in here before they were all in the class except for one of the twins and i acted out so different like i found a new part of myself where like i was such a f- Fucked hard. like i was i was like <laughs> i was like i would act out a lot more and like sure i got my divine like i was always the class clown i was making everyone laugh but it was it, my fifth grade teacher who loved me she was saying like hey joey like be aware of what the difference between negative attention and positive attention like mm-hmm. the difference in that because i was a true i knew i teacher. yeah i love the attention obviously like you love to be part of stuff but it's like she deciphered out like which one it is and who you are because like yeah so Mm -hmm. it was interesting because i was just acting out a lot and then from then on i still i accessed that part of me in school all the time which was fun which would made it fun but it got me in trouble
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah there's there's a lot to to unpack around that for people i think yeah you know like what who is your who are you acting from your authentic self and then allowing right Yeah. yeah allowing the the results to come from that um yeah because it's not yours to control yeah,
3: yeah, and as you're accepting and coming home to it, know that it changes too. Like we're not asking anybody to try and like solidify a sense of self either. You know, mm-hmm. it's a moving object and a moving target, and more feeling based than I think probably idea based.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, flow.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if it feels wrong, <laughs> maybe trust.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah listen to your body the, and there's yeah. always i
5: feel like there's always that little part of your heart that knows in any situation it's like yep. when you're actually authentic, acting authentically you've come to terms with that reality and you've been like okay well because your heart always knows. It's when you when you really yeah. when you listen. It's like it's whether it's whispering or shouting at you. Yeah. And you want to catch it. Like someone once said, like you you want to catch God on a whisper, not on a shout. You want to you <laughs> yeah. know you, you want to when you when you first hear it, be like, okay, maybe I'll yeah. maybe I'll listen. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah.
2: That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's um everybody's karmic messages are different, right? Yep. And they come differently. Yep. And um, I'm personally one of those people that I my, all. Of my <laughs> I get karmically bitch slapped mm-hmm. yeah, like on the regular. Yeah, Like if I, if I violate something, mm-hmm. like it's not the, the retribution doesn't show up in five years. It shows up in five seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh really? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh man, I knew better. You know, I knew better than that. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's sort of an interesting thing to consider too. I know, think
1: that's like, a high density. It's a symptom of some high density shit. You yeah. Know? When, you, when you're when you getting the, that instant feedback. No, I was gonna say it's it's.
3: I feel like it's when more of your karmic shit is cleared, you're yeah, dealing with it right. instantly.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that that's that's probably correct, right? Like, there's not as much of a backlog, and the you know the river is the river's flowing fast. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. you're in the river, and the river's flowing fast, and you're like, you know, oops, up against the rock. Oops, up against the rock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's an interesting idea. Like, like, how do you, how does it come back at you? right how do your actions come back at you Mm -hmm. a little bit what you're Mm -hmm. referring to are you listening to the whisper
5: yep Mm -hmm. and it always it does come back like you don't even realize that your subconscious is going to let you live that out anyways whatever you're putting out into the universe like it's going to come back even just because the way that you perceive yourself that's what's really attracting what's what's coming to you is how you perceive yourself and like if you have a lot of barriers or blockages or these things, it's like it's hard for you to even know who you are. So it's hard for you to attract what's what you need, want or, you know, are seeking for. You know, sometimes you need to you need to do as speaking of work. When I walked in, I heard you speaking of work. You need to do that work like it shouldn't feel like homework. It, de- it definitely shouldn't. But it it's not easy. Like it gets easier every day, but it's not easy. It's it's something that you have to take seriously, you know? Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah yeah so so integration um you know no go ahead
0: i was gonna say that's the thing about space camp is this like accountability thing of the karmic like contagion you know what i mean like recently I had a trip that was like a little bit more fearful and I like the karmic <laughs> of being in a state of fear a little bit a little. and I just I think that's honestly part of the reason space camp was such a high vibe like people talked about having hard moments mm-hmm. and you know having to take some time to get your 10 and like that's cool like acid is a time where you should have a depth of your soul think too much moment where you feel horrible like that's cool that's part of the mix definitely but having everyone showing up in this like kind of accountability knowing that what you're emanating other people are picking up Mm -hmm. on and i think that us all showing up and being like we wanted to be here we fought to get here it cost money to get here i had to travel far to get here i'm prepared for the rain and whatever is necessary Mm. creates this energetic aura where it's like Every smiling face is like 10 times more powerful, but you also feel like, yo, I want to make sure, like my biggest gift is that I can just take care of this thing. And if I take care of this thing, that's my best way of taking care of everybody else who's part of the mix, which I'm not always good at personally, but I try, you know.
1: (laughs) We do it so much that like, you know, when you had a hard time the other day, I'm just like, I mean, the odds are this is going to happen every now and then, like, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, we didn't take bad shit. It wasn't anything like all the, all the the sneaking suspicions really just weren't true. It's just like, you know, whatever. It was just one of those things. You you caught a bad vibe for a second. And, uh, with the amount of time we spend tripping, of course that's going to happen. And when it comes down to it, what was it? Two, three hours of like a rough go.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's incredibly humbling. And that's where everyone, as Helena says, and all the other people were saying is you don't Especially with acid, you don't necessarily get what you want, but you're going to get yeah. what you need. Yeah. And if you can roll with it and not yeah. judge it, you're going to take a lot more out of the experience. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know. Right. Mm. Totally.
2: Yeah. Just just letting it come as it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. And there's that. There's the twist on that too, though. That. And I, I'm saying this. I I really want to say this for the people who. Maybe at space camp did acid for the first time, mm-hmm. or maybe they're more experienced psychonauts. But again, like we talked about, didn't have that collective conscious experience with other people until it happened. Yeah. Um, and I think this is something we've talked about. Me writing about maybe is that you do have always a certain amount of control and license during an acid trip. You know, you. It's important to know that this is not an entity that comes into your body and yeah. literally takes you over yeah and is running the show because it's not it's 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 opening things it's it's removing things it's it's allowing things but still even during that um it's important to understand that you're not gone
4: mm yeah
2: You know your authentic self is there and you know you you can always come to that and um, I I just I just feel so strongly that it's important for people to know that yeah and to to go into that and I'm sure that when you were having that (laughs) experience that that was something that you knew that was part of it Right. That you knew that, that you were the, you were the person you like, I was witnessing it. Yeah, you were witnessing it. Like, Thank you. I was like, I Thank didn't you.
0: like it. I was like, I don't like how I feel right, right now, but I kind of did keep a sense of humor you about did. it. And I was like, <clears throat> yo, I just am not digging this right now. And, but there is something that talking to mayor after the fact being like, yo, if I had just approached it a little more scientifically, like, all right, let me draw the experience because i can't tell them what i'm seeing or what i'm feeling like maybe i can write it down in a notepad and kind of treat it like a little bit more like a psychonaut you know there's these times where you embody the psychonaut and realize like yo i'm about to do something that might not all be rainbows and butterflies but that's part of the the journey you know yeah
3: yeah i think when you do spiritual work there's a disturbing truth that you come to that basically everything is consensual because you're participating in it right but at the same time like We do have, just like I said, thicker energies to move through more angular things. And I think if I'm going to be reductive and say there was a reason for that trip to be bad, for me, like you're talking about karmically, you're leveling up and taking on much more responsibility Mm. with way... yeah way more right. energies i was gonna say younger but just like I way did feel more like energies. i was processing
0: everyone that i had dosed the last well, time i took well, it. <laughs> i've like
3: i've tripped so much and had plenty of bad trips because i tripped really young too and like without a lot of direction out mm-hmm. partying doing cocaine drinking tequila whatever the fuck i've had plenty of trips where i felt like the walls were closing in on me yeah. and so i think for you to be able to have some contrast and know that like oh i may dose someone with not all that acid and they may just need to karmically work through some tension that's going to express itself in this way and i think that you can really be there better for somebody because now you've been there because you saying to me like i really only had expansive acid trips i was like fucking welcome to the fucking party then (laughs) like i don't even know where you've been you know like (laughs) (laughs)
0: there's that (laughs) right that did make me feel better no i was like i was lying in bed like mayor i'm freaking out man and she's like so jupiter's in retrograde right now (laughs) and that might be that's like that's the planet of expansion so if it's in retrograde you might be feel natural that you're feeling this i'm like okay 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 and it was
5: just intense in general like what we were experiencing was like strobing lights and ketamine and music blasting and it was like it was really intense and I felt like I told you I felt like you were kind of the martyr of that night for all of us because like I felt like Cass was taking on all the things that I could have easily freaked out mm. about and sometimes I am the one freaking out right. last
0: time Joey was the one who passed the fuck out yeah. I had to take care of him yeah. there's also this I thing I believe that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I
5: mean we were doing a lot of breaths in the sauna it was pretty No, uh, oh, it's all excusable <laughs> but doesn't
0: it feel like there's always maybe someone who is going to have a difficult time Tapped not like ins- a yeah, it's yeah and it's like part of it and it's it's like as much as you don't want to take attention, yeah. sometimes your life and your karmic path has different ideas for you. Right. And you can't mm-hmm. just be like, oh, I'm cool with everything. I'm so chill. I'm so chill. And then yeah. all of a sudden yeah. you're not chill and you're like, whoa, Yeah, it feels like almost beyond you. You're like, I guess this yeah. is what I'm going mm-hmm. through right now. And I tried to have a sense of humor about it, but it doesn't yeah. mean I still don't karmically have to live the yeah. the reality of how contagious being, like, scared is. Mm-hmm. Attention, you know?
3: yeah. The contagion of fear is so crazy. Attention is really, I feel like, a good mm-hmm. word for it, too, because the things that you don't, like, the less you pay attention moment to moment, the larger the attention will command itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think on trips, a lot of times, like, we're, again, like, we're all lying to ourselves. We're all in denial about stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're all doing that if you're in a body you're doing that um and when you're tripping you're unpacking more of it you know that's kind of like I feel like my main yeah it's like clearing out the closets more and more um but sometimes you can get so caught up in the distractions of life you don't even realize that you're not paying attention to these things that you know you don't necessarily want to pay attention to you know Yeah, know it was so mean? embarrassing like, I was
0: like I need attention right now cats <laughs> like get it together you're so yeah, yeah we love you like <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yo, know, how
0: about Gail having to take care of me after space camp, too? Like, that's something <laughs> that I don't even want to talk about so much, but like, just get it out of your system. <laughs> yeah, just we're just no, I mean, like, deep in this.
3: We, like, I do think, again, it's like people are going to have harder times because we're all on these different karmic energy paths. And it's important to know that, like, even heavy hitters like you who handle a ton, you know, like, have harder times and have harder moments. And on, like, mm-hmm. especially the Molly stuff, like, I do think it's important to honor, like, yes, you don't have to have a hard time at all coming down from Molly, but a lot of people do. Yeah, You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, a lot of people do. It, um, brain chemistry yeah. is brain chemistry. Like, your consciousness is bigger than your body existing in this exactly. body. Um And, uh yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It's the, okay. Like, it'll pass. The leveling out the week after a big experience is, like, just no. like, forgive yourself. Yes. A lot oh, of spaciousness. Absolutely. Yeah. Not having things on the calendar, like creating the space to trip is probably the most important thing. And when we haven't tripped, it's always because we don't feel like we have the time to devote to it, the time before and the time mm-hmm. after, you know? Right. And that's where it's become so paramount to like, oh, let's create a lifestyle where we can have a lot of space to trip. You know, it's kind of funny how you want to yeah. allow yourself to do the totally. things you want to, the kind of exploration you want to do.
2: Right. Totally. And that's, um, you know, kind of thinking about your, your feeling of, of oh my gosh I'm the one who needs to be taken care of mm-hmm. um yeah you know, that's a role that that everybody's if you haven't been in it you will be right yeah. you know and um i think sometimes that's the hardest one to accept when particularly when you're the one that takes care of people right in so the, yeah. I cursed you know.
0: everyone out on my way up, too. I'm like, fuck y'all. <laughs> fuck y'all for fuck y'all. You know? Yeah. Gail's like putting me up to bed, and like Mare says some comment. I'm like, and fuck you. And fuck you. <laughs> oh, I, I said the
3: word great, by the way. That, I said great.
0: Gail's yes. like Gail's like Cass is gonna go up and take a nap and g- 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 um, Marissa downstairs is like great like cause I've I, I didn't imi- even say it like no. that you projected it onto me I said great I said great and I just it's so funny cause I had my last fuck you's on the way up I'm like I will go to sleep because no one wants to be around me but fuck you guys cause I don't wanna be around you either
1: kind of vibe oh my god Cass it's so not her I it's right? like who is this person
2: yeah that's why I was just kind of like come on Yeah. even come as on. I was saying it mean, can't,
1: we can't take get that
3: seriously no. you know because no. it's so out of character it's and so of character. Yeah,
0: like everyone thinks you need to rest I'm like oh yeah oh
2: yeah <laughs> oh, is that what they think <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do <laughs> I bet they do
0: I bet they'll have a great time if I'm sleeping without me <laughs> they, they, just, they
2: just want me gone
0: yeah I guess this is what you need well fuck you guys very much I will be <laughs> sleeping and I will not be around so
2: enjoy yourselves fuck you guys very much that was the best part I was like I was like I've been here so many times I'm like fuck all you motherfuckers I'm going going to bed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, fine. Fine. Yeah, you think you can do it all without me? Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's see. And yeah. then I wake up and got, yeah, actually they did. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but um but no, like you that there's that recipro- the reciprocation thing, you know, and and I think that what I was witnessing, I mean, you remind me so much of myself mm-hmm. at your age. You know when I was at your age. Mm-hmm. Um and what I can tell you is that the only reason that I don't get to that place is because I've just had longer to learn delayed gratification. That's mm-hmm. all it is, you know, yeah. Yeah. that's all it is, is I can, I can look into the future and see the rest, Yeah, you know, and I can delay it, you know, and yeah. that's all it is, Cass, you know, like you, yeah. as you continue to be the doer that you are yeah. um, and the producer that you are. And have the intensity that you have like it's just something that that develops you know over time where you can say I can put this off yeah. until there you she know I can push it a little further like, right she gave up sleeping yeah, you, for 10 days yeah you like, can't do that <laughs> the self-care has got
1: to keep going I, I, and I always say to her I'm like nothing is more important no matter what shoot we're on no matter who we have over where we think we have to go if right. we're not getting eight hours yeah. of sleep us especially and right. uh, not everyone's like this we're fucked we're right. fucked we can't operate right. so that started to happen a little bit yeah and yeah it was just that you know it was just some some ugly runoff
0: it's balance it's balance yeah, it's, you know cuz yeah. if you're going to take a lot like trust that you're going to have to give a lot if you're going to give a lot trust that you're going to also have to take a lot exactly, you know what i mean yeah. you're never going to be on one yeah. side of that spectrum yeah. and yeah. as much as you feel like and it's been a great teacher even in the relationship with sean is like oh man i feel like you can get in this victim mentality like i feel like i'm doing a lot of the taking care of and then all of a sudden it switches and i'm the one that's sick and i'm like Oh, thank God. Right. And how appreciative I am that he's showing up for me when I need him and knowing that part of the reason he's showing up for me is that I showed up for him and knowing that like more times. that that's going to happen and that you're going to trade, you're going to trade and you might go decades where it's one way, but you don't know what the future holds right. and you don't know how it's going to switch in the ways that you're going to need someone who you showed up for to show up for you, you know,
3: in the great um, words of Angel Olson, no matter who you are, something in the world will make a fool out of you. is. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
2: Yeah, and it's best to just start looking for it. Like, well, where is it? Because, right, you can't hide from it, that's for sure. Um, yeah, that's and that's an, a really important point, you know, and comes back to the whole, you know, community and even saying is, you know, God, we wish we could come up with an even better word for, for this thing that, we're, that we are creating um, because there's a huge aspect of that. And, I mean, I can speak to that myself because... You know, Neil being my partner, he, um, <laughs> God knows, like thrown into that particular fire, you know, uh, pretty mm-hmm. quickly in our relationship. You know, it's like he shows up and, you know, we have a child die, you know, like not very long into it. And, you know, that's something that most relationships statistically do not survive. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to be taken care of. Not just by him, you know, but by you know many other people. You know, particularly Jamie and John have come to mind instantly, and my friend Margaret. Um, yeah, you don't know. You can never say when mm-hmm. you're going to be, you know, because all of my life I've been like a big, you know, caregiver, mm-hmm. like a provider, mm-hmm. um, and you really can never say when that dynamic is going to change, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, it's going to be flipped. And you have, you know, you're going to have to have, hopefully you have these people that just seamlessly step in and, and manage things. They manage you, they manage your life. They, you know, they're taking care of things, they're overseeing things. And they're doing it with this full understanding that everything is different now. Yeah. And we don't know what the future is going to look like. And that's okay with them, right? Right when people are really there for you um, and you're suddenly find yourself on that receiving end of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard to, it's hard, right. To accept it in a way to, to even like believe it. And, uh, and then you see it and you understand, yeah, this is real. Um, And of course the gratitude that comes from that. And then like Sean was talking about, you know, with his sister dying, um, when you have that support it allows that experience to crack you open right maybe that's the difference right between the people who have the catastrophic things on whatever level yeah you know the people who don't come through it yeah and and level up Mm -hmm. right they don't maybe that's maybe that's why they can't Mm -hmm. you know I don't know Um, that's a scary thought actually Mm -hmm. to think about Um, but I'm I'm very grateful for that and I know you are too, you know, to have partners that partners community that you know, right? And it's your turn, you know. When you when it's your turn, they're all there for you.
0: Well, yeah, it's so clear that it's like the it's a better investment than Bitcoin. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> invest for sure. in your
1: friendships and your relationships and deepening them. Right. Your relationship with yourself.
2: Yeah. Mm. Right
1: fucking rad this was rad you know i feel like i could talk to y'all forever and that's probably what we'll keep doing but <laughs> <laughs> i think this was a good transmission it's our life yeah this is yeah. our
2: life right yeah
1: yeah totally this totally. is our beautiful life yeah it's so sweet Yeah. and shout out to
2: neil yeah man oh my god <laughs> yeah i i don't um I can honestly say that nothing that we experience at Space Camp is possible without Neil. Mm. Yeah, um, the work that he does. Um, I I, I want to say behind the scenes because it's the day to day work you know that we do. But but he has a vision of what people need. Um, that I'll be really honest about that I'm just sort of like like what mm. you know mm-hmm. like I'm always like what oh no, yeah they'll, they'll be okay and he's <laughs> like no no that needs to be handled he's in sensitive. a specific way mm. yeah and it needs to be like this and you know and he's um he's so gracious about it you know and puts in so much hard work you know physical work s- mental work mm. research I mean. You know, I look at something and I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, it's a thing, pick it, you know, and he's like, no, you got to know more about it than that, Gail. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and that's why so much of Space Camp flows along, you know, is because he's, he's constantly focusing on that, that underground infrastructure that needs to be there to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something I'm not capable of. Yeah. I mean, I'm not capable of it. And yeah. uh, coming back to that thing, you know, like, what are you good at? You know, how do you contribute? Um know people need to be doing the things that that they're good at and that they contribute that they contribute well to um and so yeah there's a lot of moving pieces at space camp yeah uh, a lot of them that people aren't aware of and that's okay you know they don't need to know exactly how it all comes together but but that that piece right there is huge um yeah much much gratitude
1: we'll get him on here one of these
2: days yeah, yeah that'll be for fun. sure <laughs> that'll be really bedroom really
1: fun. night session oh with yeah him. we already have one right <laughs> pillow talk with neil yeah oh
2: yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's, that's that would be, <laughs> be a lot yeah. of fun yeah because pretty much if it comes out of his mouth it's profound <laughs> oh yeah it's great he's the fucking best yeah oh, my God.
1: yeah um if you want to be a part of space camp or any of the other shenanigans we're talking about patreon.com slash church of chill we really appreciate your support and, uh, yeah, this episode's dedicated to the fallen angels, Matthew and Aaron and Billy, who we talked about a little bit on here. Mm. They're with us. Mm-hmm. Amen, aho, I.
2: Peace
4: and love. <laughs>